In today's episode, I will tell you about do's and don'ts of using SharePoint Online. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfond. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode 168 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So I decided to record this episode because uh, this happens to be one of the most frequent questions I get from uh, my clients uh, who uh, are just starting to use SharePoint and uh, they signed up for Microsoft 365 and of course are ready to roll out SharePoint and migrate their file shares to SharePoint online. So the question is, you know, what are the kind of common pitfalls? You know, what are the common mistakes that users, you know, typically make uh, with SharePoint um, when they implement it, when they roll it out? So I thought I would uh, capture them all in this episode. Now, I do want to note that uh, this is more of a summary. This is obviously not uh, a comprehensive list, but... I did uh, decide to summarize kind of uh, the most common uh, do's and the most common don'ts um, that I encountered uh, over the last, you know, 10 years of consulting on SharePoint. We'll uh, first focus on do's, you know, the positives, and then I will obviously explain uh, the uh, don'ts of using SharePoint. So uh, one of the first things you need to do with SharePoint is understand its strengths, all right? We had SharePoint for more than uh, 20 years now, and uh, obviously it has changed. You know, the capabilities have changed. Um, With classic SharePoint, we used to, uh, you know, SharePoint was more like a Swiss army knife. You know, it could do it all in document management and task management and, you know, many, many other things. And uh, after modernization of SharePoint in 2017, uh, you know, uh, some of the tools that we used to have in SharePoint, like, for example, task management, we now have separate applications like, you know, Planner, uh, Project for, for the Web, and so on. Uh, but uh, there are some really great things where uh, SharePoint excels still. Document management is, of course, one of them, right? Uh, all this wonderful document management features that we have, like version history, check-in, check-out, co-authoring, uh, uh, external sharing. Uh, we had all these features for many, many years, and they just became even better with modern SharePoint. Uh, obviously, the uh, ability to easily create sites and pages. Uh, again, we could do it in the past, but it was uh, so much improved with a modern uh, version of SharePoint. So definitely uh, do understand the strengths of uh, SharePoint and use them uh, accordingly. Uh, just like, you know, kind of related uh, to what I just said, you also need to understand uh, the weaknesses of SharePoint. Uh, as already mentioned, uh, for example, we, we use to manage tasks in SharePoint using the tasks web part. Well, guess what, not anymore. Uh, we now have separate dedicated applications uh, that are not really SharePoint. They integrate with SharePoint, but they're part of Microsoft uh, 365. Uh, and we have Planner, we have Project for the Web, we have To Do. So we have other tools 
for something that we used to do in uh, SharePoint. Uh, likewise, uh, workflows, all right? We used to have, um, you know, workflows, right, built into SharePoint again. We now have a separate uh, tool, separate application for that called Power Automate. So make sure to understand its weaknesses, uh, all right? Make sure to understand that SharePoint uh, is no longer the Swiss uh, army knife, right? It cannot do it all, and there are other tools available uh, for something that you maybe thought SharePoint would do. Another thing that you must do uh, is understand SharePoint technical limitations. Uh, that's one of the most common mistakes. You know, the first you know mistake that many uh, organizations make is they fail to you know understand the technical limitations. All right, you cannot just migrate file shares as is uh, you know to SharePoint Online. That's trouble waiting to happen. So do understand the SharePoint technical limitations. You know, the size of the library, the 400 character limit. Uh, uh, the sync limit, all right? You really need to have proper information architecture uh, and you do need to understand, uh, uh, you know, essentially the limitations that I, we have in SharePoint Online. Another thing that you must do, and this is really close to, to my heart, this is my uh, philosophy, um, you know, business philosophy and has been my philosophy uh, for the last, you know, 10 years, make sure to maximize your investment uh, out of the box. All right. Uh, too many times I have, um, you know, I see clients, I see uh, organizations, uh, obviously uh, trying to uh, purchase some uh, third-party products to make SharePoint even better. Well, try with what's available out of the box first. All right. SharePoint, the modern SharePoint we have today, is definitely not the SharePoint we had 10 years ago. Uh, you probably don't need uh, really that other third-party theme. The modern SharePoint is already beautiful the way it is. Uh, many of the features that we uh, used to have maybe through third-party apps are right now default features built into SharePoint uh, already out of the box. So uh, do you know familiarize yourself with all the SharePoint you know out of the box capabilities, and in many cases I think you'll you will be very pleased and. Uh, you know, since obviously, uh, if you keep using SharePoint out of the box, you, there is really no extra investment to worry about. Uh, another thing that you must do is, you know, obviously consider, you know, training, uh, and you know, make sure to consider training and make sure to properly train your staff. Uh, this is a must. All right, this is a must. Uh, and uh, again, SharePoint is not like using, you know, Dropbox or you know, Google Drive, all right? SharePoint has many, many more, you know, features uh, that, uh, you know, than uh, those tools I just mentioned. SharePoint is not the same as using FileShare. Uh, users really need to understand, you know, what happens behind the scenes when they delete a document, when they synchronize a library. Uh, they really need to understand how sharing works, how uh, revision history works. So make sure to train your staff uh, accordingly, uh, and you know, and we're not talking about uh, super lengthy training sessions, but you do need to invest some time, explain all the features, you know, explain some limitations, uh, so that the staff is aware uh, of those, you know, before they start using SharePoint. Another thing to consider, uh, and maybe not in phase one of the, you know, rollout, but maybe some in the future, uh, you know, make sure to consider uh, the use of metadata and content types. Uh, this is really where SharePoint excels. This is where SharePoint is uh, quite different uh, from all those other third-party document management systems, uh, is the ability to 
not only rely on folder hierarchies, but also rely on metadata tags. So make sure to consider it. I mean, you might not need it, but make sure to consider it um, uh, and may possibly even execute some sort of metadata content type strategy uh, within your organization. And the last thing from the do's uh, list, uh, and something I already mentioned, make sure to uh, properly plan your information architecture. Uh, again, those limits I mentioned earlier, you have technical limitations of SharePoint, so you definitely need a proper information architecture, architecture for that. Uh, you obviously need to have proper information architecture to, to suit your you know, company uh, structure, your company uh, org chart. Uh, if you um, if you uh, maybe a large organization, right? You really need to spend some time and plan out not just the sites, but also all the different hubs, you know, and uh, nested hubs, all right? So you might need to do that. And finally, if you use you know metadata and content types, um, you de you definitely need to have some strategy there as well. Um, Another example, if obviously, uh, if you're using teams, right, it's not just about SharePoint structure now and hierarchy, it's also about teams. Um, you know, will you allow, for example, um, uh, I don't know, private and shared channels uh, that create uh, independent sites, all right, uh, SharePoint sites. So again, make sure to properly plan uh, your information architecture and document that in some uh, shape or form uh, to to avoid uh, some of the uh, you know setbacks you know down the road. So now let's talk about some don'ts. Um, so the first one that comes to my mind is obviously related to training. Like, don't ignore proper training. All right. Uh, uh, once again, I'm repeating myself, but make sure to train your staff. Uh, don't ignore training. Uh, trust me, this is probably the best uh, return on investment for you and your organization. Um, again, users need to understand, even at a very basic level, what happens behind the scenes when they synchronize the libraries. You know, how what happens behind the scenes when they check out a document. Uh, if you're using the internet, you know, communication capabilities uh, of SharePoint, again, users need to understand, um, you know, the difference between sites and pages, for example. Uh, how to restore the older version of the page, you know, stuff like that. So make sure to invest some time into training. Uh, don't uh, ignore it. Uh, the next thing that you should not do is using SharePoint as a file share. All right. And uh, what I mean by that, I mean, of course, it's okay. I mean, if you really don't need, don't have any other requirements, and it is okay to just use SharePoint to store documents, but you cannot use SharePoint just like you used the network drive 20 years ago. Uh, very, very important. Uh, and obviously, again, coming back to all those limitations I mentioned, uh, you are going to pay the price, right? If you don't, uh, if you, you know, start using SharePoint as a file share, you will pay the price, right? Because you will uh, encounter all those limits. Uh, your libraries will become unusable. You will be out of sync if users try to sync uh, those libraries. You will encounter all those weird error messages. Uh, trust me, you don't want to end up uh, in this situation. So do not, uh, do not use SharePoint as a file share. Again, uh, make sure to to have the proper information architecture. Uh, the next mistake, um, the next don't uh, I want to talk about, something that you should not do uh, is uh, use uh, OneDrive in place of SharePoint. Uh, that's another uh, big mistake uh, that I see. Uh, again, uh, that comes back to training. 
uh, and or the lack of training, I should say, and users, you know, thinking that OneDrive is just like SharePoint. Well, it kind of is in terms of document management features, but OneDrive is your personal repository, right? It's tied to a user ID. So what ends up happening, uh, too often I see users you know, migrate, create a user ID of some sort, or maybe uh, a CEO, um, you, know, you know, puts all the company documents on their OneDrive, and then everyone has to access this OneDrive somehow. It doesn't work that way. Uh, make sure, again, even if you're a small business, make sure to create a few sites. Use SharePoint as a company repository. OneDrive is just your private, you know, repository in the cloud tied to a specific user's ID, right? And um, uh, the other don't I want to mention something I guess I kind of mentioned already. Don't ignore other applications available within Microsoft 365. Yes, maybe initially you will use SharePoint just to store documents, but there are, you know, I'm sure you will uh, want to embrace Teams uh, as well. Uh, I'm sure you will want to start using um, you know, maybe Yammer, uh, maybe task management tools like Planner, uh, Microsoft List. All right, so make sure to get familiar with those applications as well. And the last uh, thing I wanted to mention, uh, something you should not do, uh, is, uh, you know, don't ignore governance. All right, very, very important. I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier as well. Uh, make sure that you don't ignore uh, governance um, because you know you still need, even though you do proper information architecture, even though you do all the proper training, um, there should be some common rules for engagement, right? You should make some decisions whether or not, for example, you will use metadata within your organization. There should be some decisions whether or not uh, you will use private and shared channels and teams. There will need to be some decisions made on where, uh, you know, how you decide to manage security within the organization and uh, whether or not you will allow external uh, sharing, for example. So things like this, I mean, it's just something you should agree as an organization, all right, with maybe some proper governance committee, and then document uh, in uh, in a governance plan. So long story short, even if you're a small business, don't ignore governance, all right? It's even more important if you're part of large organization, but even with smaller you know, to medium-sized businesses, it's still uh, super, super important, right? So this is all I wanted to mention for today. Um, just wanted to list some, you know, uh, you know, briefly at least some do's and don'ts of uh, using SharePoint. And uh, in the show notes, as always, I will include an article uh, that I wrote uh, on the same topic, so you can uh, check it out and read in your spare time. Uh, but for now, thank you very much uh, for listening, and uh, hope to see you on my blog, SharePointMeeMeet.com, and uh, talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app, leave a review, and subscribe to get updates and the latest episodes. Thank you for listening.